hello, my beloved listeners. This is Catherine LaRanger, your host of the My Dead Dragon podcast. And I am so excited to be spending this time together. And thank you so much for tuning in. And today I'm in conversation with Denise Belil, who is the founder of Denise Belil in Motion Coaching. And she is a serenity expert. Mm, and positive intelligence specialist and her 40 years of meditation practice and innate nature to look for the gift in anything around her allows her to guide her clients to new levels that were inaccessible for them before. And so Denise meditation for 40 years, my, I am just like, Oh, I'm doing like a Wayne's world. I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy. Wow. So I'm so excited to have you on the podcast today. Really um, looking forward to hearing your story. And can you kind of start me out by sharing what is your story? Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, meditation for 40 years. That's uh, I was in my team when I started to do meditation. Unfortunately, I wish I was two, then I would be 42. But anyway, <laughs> uh, and then through the through times, uh, at that time, I was in a, well, I'm still is, I am rather, in a spiritual group. But um, at that time, we would do two weeks of spiritual retreat every oh. summer. Wow. So every summer, we would go and immerse ourselves into oh. into awareness into developing consciousness and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. In the eighties, you know, we used to go and kind of the late hippie type of uh, movement. <laughs> and, uh, but then 2. Over, <laughs> yeah, but over years, over the time, what happened is that I kind of, it stick to me, right. It mm. stick to me, the different ways of thinking and the way to acting and the way to live my life. Because I had not started with a really good start. I had uh, my upbringing quickly was, I was the baby of six and I was not the the one that was cherished. I was more the one that, eh, I don't want to take my sister with me mm. type of thing, right? Yeah. And, and it developed a, a, um, a way of being that was not very positive. And mm. I, I felt that because I was not strong enough to hit my sibling, I would hit them verbally. So I was uh. starting to be very negative. So when I joined that, that group, then I kind of opened my mind to kindness, I opened my mind to mm. being more loving and caring and, and changing the way I see life, changing the way I see my life. And that my worth doesn't depend on other people. My worth was depending on myself and all of that. So that's where mm. it started. And to, in a, a little bit, when you were, you talk about your dragon, it's almost like I decide that I need to, to take responsibility of my own life. If mm. I want to be happy, I cannot depend on other people to bring mm. me happiness. It's up to me to do it. So that's a start. That's where it yeah. started. And so, so in that noticing, so I love that noticing, okay, it's up to me. Did you know at that point in time that you were inherently worthy of happiness? It takes a while when you first start to do it. You know, I had, I had this affiliation with that group, but you kind of do it on your own. I was mm -hmm. not being like held by the hand and coach. So there's ups and downs, right? And then I read more self-awareness book. I read more knowledge, getting more practice, different type of workshop that I attended and to work on myself because it's uh, something that I didn't found that I was 
sticking to me. There was these old patterns that would mm. come back and talk to me and telling mm. me that I'm not good enough. Mm. But there's times where I did greatness. Another time that I used my dragon is I, when I lived in Toronto, I was in my early, in my thirties. And then actually I was in Ottawa at the time, but then I had the opportunity to move to Vancouver, British Columbia. But at the time I was in a relationship that was really not going anywhere. I mm. was the, my boyfriend was dependent on me financially. I had to pay for everything. We had no quality of life because one salary for two people. And I was not mm. making a ton of money was just bare minimum. And when, when I had the opportunity to move here, I said, that's a I decision. It's not a we decision. Where are you going? So it was like breaking up all that I had back east with, with that relationship and somehow with my family, not that I had anything wrong with my family, but moving all across the country from being close to Montreal where my family is to decide to go to Vancouver. It was a big snap. It was a big change. Luckily, phone and internet's there, but it's uh but that was a big decision like a, wear your big girl's pants and you know go mm -hmm. go live your life and go find yourself and go discover yourself and that was another big step into developing my own awareness of myself and what do i want what do i want to have in my life what kind of life do i want to experience etc so all of that together allowed me to really move forward and and become a better person. So, so in that journey of really, you know, noticing and realizing, okay, it's up to me if I'm if I want to be happy, I'm the one who needs to figure it out. <clears throat> and then kind of navigating that, what were some of the things that you did to really build your believing that you were worth it, that you could do this, that you deserve to be happy and have a life that you really loved? So the belief that I had that made me think that I was worth it, that made me believe that, that yeah, I deserved how, love. Yeah. How did you, how did you build that? Um, over time, you know, yeah. uh, but I, one thing that was very big in my learning process when, when I first started to learn about emotional intelligence mm. and emotional intelligence is first, you start to recognize your own emotion inside yourself like the emotion that you have on a daily basis and then you become aware of them and then you you know that you're upset you know you become aware of them and then mm. recognizing the emotion of others mm. and uh, reading their emotion knowing that when someone is happy someone is upset recognizing that and recognizing what they are at and then the relationship you can have now with people so that helped me a lot into taking responsibilities for my emotion as opposed to blaming others about the type of emotion that it can bring. Mm. Mm. And um, then I was just, um, I didn't know initially what to do with my own emotion, but then eventually I decided to be able to move forward and, and, take responsibilities for everything mm. that's going on in my life. Yeah. So I, and then from there, so that was, that was not too long after I moved to Vancouver mm -hmm. because then it was sort of a renew renewal of my own life. Yeah. And then when I moved forward, when I was moving forward, then I was like, okay, 
and it's really discovering myself. What do I yeah. want to do with my life? Where do I want to go? How, how do I want to expand the life around me and how do yeah. I want to live? And then I did courses and I did seminars and to develop that. And I took courses on positive intelligence. And then mm-hmm. later I, through life, I decide to, to become a coach myself because mm-hmm. I was like, I've learned so much and I would love to be able to share what I've learned over the years to be able to move forward and help others. And that's how it all started of me becoming a coach and being able to help other people. And again, took a bunch of courses, you know, just Mm. to, to learn to do it properly because you don't want to go screw around with people's mind and (laughs) take them in the wrong road. (laughs) Right. Cause that's the thing. That's a thing. And so, so I want to kind of go back Denise to the, emotional intelligence and really, you know, I think depending on where people are in the journey in, in the beginning, when we start to really tune into ourselves, there can be sometimes a feeling of overwhelm, especially if there's been a pattern of stuffing the emotions or, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of ignoring them or like, I need to be strong. I need to figure this out. I need to kind of not look at those things. And so, certainly what I've, um, you know, what I see with people I work with and have experienced in my life is that when we start to unpack that, that it can feel like a bit of a volcano because there's so much that's been stored. And then how, so how would you suggest that people navigate that? And how would they then start to learn how to understand what the different emotions are to be able to put, uh, oh, that's anger, that's sadness, that's happiness, that's right, to be able to kind of understand the complexity. How, how might they mm-hmm. do that? Yeah, I'm actually, I'm going to pull up a, uh, a Toastmaster uh, skill here, which is answering a question, but not really answering a question and going into another direction. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> because, because emotional intelligence is exactly what you said, like recognizing your emotion and understanding them. But late, uh, what I've learned also, and what you introduced me with, is positive intelligence. Mm-hmm. And positive intelligence is sort of the, the in my in my eyes, the master of emotional intelligence. Oh, because then I'm going to talk to you about positive intelligence, and you'll, if that answers your question, good. And if it doesn't, yeah. I can move forward. And I would love to hear more about positive intelligence. Well, I love the puppy behind yes, you. Yes, that's puppy. Guinness. I have, yeah, I have two dogs. Wonderful. So for people who are listening, a dog just walked in the room. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I heard the tick, tick, tick. So, so, um, so positive intelligence. So what that is is it allows you first of all to identify the voices we have in our mind. Mm. We all have those voices. Oh, we do. None of us, unless you're a master Zen master that's been meditating for 50 years and you can quiet your mind for perhaps an hour, which is like, I wish I could sometime, but if we can do it for 15 seconds, it's a bonus. That's amazing. Yeah. (laughs) 15 seconds. But then once you recognize, first of all, becoming aware that you have voices, Mm-hmm. secondly is that they're not yours mm-hmm. and third they have they can you can give them a name so f- for us in positive intelligence we call them the saboteurs mm-hmm. and the saboteurs are what they do that's what they do they sabotage your life they sabotage mm-hmm. your thinking you sabotage your way of living and they create they play with anger 
fear, resentment, they play mm-hmm. with all those negative emotions mm-hmm. to control you, to manipulate yeah. you, to take you in direction that would be suitable for them, but not yeah. so much for you. Yeah. So that's one part of the saboteurs. And so what we do with positive intelligence is that we first, we learn to recognize them. And secondly, we learn to manage them. Mm. We cannot eliminate the voices in our mind. They're always going to be there, but we can muffle them. Mm -hmm. We can quiet them down. We can tell them, that's okay. I heard you. Thank Mm -hmm. you. You can go to sleep now. Mm-hmm. I think I want to go this way. I don't want to listen to what you have to tell me. So there's different ways we can work with those voices to, in, in some way, it's almost like cohabitate. Mm-hmm. We can learn to cohabitate and it's like having a, a nasty roommate <laughs> and you say, okay, we're going to deal with that roommate. We're going to appreciate it for what it is and we're going to move on and be more positive. So and once you recognize those voices, once you identify them, we have a test that tells you which saboteur is stronger. For example, some people would be an avoider, mm. would be a victim, mm-hmm. a controller, hypervigilant. You know, we all have their name. We give them names. And then the big judge, that's usually the one that says, who do you think you are? Mm-hmm. Right? So that's mm-hmm. the big judge mm-hmm. that's like telling you all the things you're doing wrong in your life. And then we have on the other side, on the positive side, we have one sage, which is our the nature of who we are. Just mm-hmm. like a, a kids, if you go back to the five years old, they're 100% sage. Yeah. They don't have any learned emotion. They don't have yeah. any pattern that they have, like filters that they had in front of their eyes over and over time. They're just there as, as, as kids. But the sage, that's what it is, is your essence. Mm-hmm. And you learn to go back into that sage. And the sage have five powers. And they learn to work with those powers, like explore, innovate, be mm-hmm. curious, curiosity, etc. cetera. Mm-hmm. So, so all of that, once you play with that, then you have your positive intelligence that is using emotional intelligence, you mm-hmm. know, to, to live your life in a more positive and constructive way. Mm. So that's how I, it works together. And finally, what you do with all of that, once you have the saboteurs, you have the sage that you're developing and using, then you got to go to the gym because you mm-hmm. have mental fitness, which is now that you know how that works is to build a habit, is to build a yeah. mental muscle to be able to have the strength to, I don't like the word fight, but to fight your saboteurs, to mm-hmm. quiet them down mm-hmm. and to to be able to have to make it easy, just like a mm-hmm. habit, just mm-hmm. one habit after the other. It's like driving your car. So that's my cat you're hearing now. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, <cats>. kitty. <laughs> All so the animals here today. <laughs> we love animals. But that's the habit. So once you, you build a muscle, you build a positive muscle. So, so the way it works with your brain is that we've been accustomed for years and years to think in a negative way. This is the default and then you have a big neurological pathways on the negative side that is huge, just like a big highway that's there. So what we do with positive intelligence and working with emotional intelligence and, and mental fitness and all of that is to create a long, big pathways onto your positive side. So mm-hmm. build that neuron 
that the default now has to be positive. The default is going to go with positive. And that's what makes me a serenity expert because mm. my default is positive. Like if yeah. I look at situation, I'm not doom and gloom and looking at things. Oh, it's so bad. It's like, okay, it's all good. And yeah. that's why it's my favorite cup. It's all good. Oh, I love it's, that expression. It's, it's written on my cup. It's all yeah. good. <laughs> and that's, that's something I tell myself every day hundreds of times a day, depending on the situation, it's cold out, but, oh, it's all good. I have a warm jacket, you know, yeah. and, it, and it's, everything can be turned into a gift. So that's yeah. when you work on that day after day after day, then mm -hmm. what happened is that you develop that big neurological pathways on a positive side and the negative one is going to crumble down. You don't have to work on eliminating the negative mm -hmm. thinking. You just have to put the energy on the positive yeah. one. Yeah, it's like the story of the two wolves that are fighting and which, which one, one is going to live. Feed? It's the one that you feed. And exactly. it's the same with developing Perfect these analogy new for habits. Sure. Yeah. And, and I love that, Denise. And that really, you know, the kind of a, approach that I take, the structure that I work with is that, you know, we have the paradigms and the paradigms are the operating system that exists in the subconscious. And so that's where the saboteurs would be, right, showing yeah. up. And their job is to just keep us in the comfort zone. And our comfort zone is often not comfortable. Lots of times it sucks, actually, but it's just what we know. And so as we actually start to live into the vision of the positive, right, the, the positive emotions and the positive intelligence, and the vision of who it is that we're becoming, when we put more energy on that, those saboteurs and paradigms start to dissolve away. But mm -hmm. absolutely, it takes rigor, it takes practice. It's like going to the gym, you don't just go to the gym once and boom, you're a fitness model. It's like dame, uh, taming your dragon. Right. Mm -hmm. I'd rather like ride a dragon around than have a dead one, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if absolutely. I could choose, if I could Name choose, it, you know, right? make it your friend. Yeah. Yeah. And so Denise, what, you know, in your journey of becoming a serenity expert, are there things that you kind of wish you'd known sooner? Or if you could look back and give yourself some advice, what might that be? tell myself that it's all good mm. <laughs> not to worry there's time where i've been worrying sick mm. about different situation whether it's relationship and, and things like that and things things turn out to be okay you know yeah. if i was my elder self talking to myself yeah. you know and and looking at me when i'm 20 years old yeah. and when i was starting my path of becoming more serene and and peaceful and it's like you'll be okay. Mm. Keep going. Don't worry. Mm. And so then if we, f I love that, right? It's all good. It's all good. You're good. <laughs> and then if we future pace that and imagine yourself 20 years in the future, what message might she have for you today? I think she would say we did good. <laughs> we did good we did uh, the right thing we moved in the right direction you follow your heart you have slay your dragon or or love your dragon or ride your dragon because i love your analogy of dragon too because i've i mean i live alone imagine for those that don't know vancouver is super expensive mm -hmm. and I live alone. I have my own condo. I have a car. I have a roof over my head, even though it's leaking today a little bit. But I have, I have 
you know, I created all that for myself. Yeah. And, and it has not been always easy. Yeah. But I, I just keep going. Just keep mm. going. Don't stop. Just keep yeah. moving. Yeah. Things will happen and you've done good. Yeah. That's what you would tell me. Oh. They'll be proud of me, I think. Oh, I can feel that. I could feel that. That's beautiful. And so, Denise, for people who would love to connect with you, how can they find you? Well, my website is my name. So it's denisebelil.com. So it's spelled Denise, D-E-N-I-S-E. And the last name is Belil. Some people will say Belisle, a little bit like Carlisle. So if you can imagine mm. Carlisle, so B-E-L-I-S-L-E.com, denisebelil.com. And then there you can do, if you're interested in knowing what's your saboteurs, there's a section for a, more, mm. a positive intelligence. And mm. you can go do the assessment. Oh, fun. And you can also book a call with me and we can talk about it. We can discuss your assessment and see how the, the saboteurs are interacting with, with your brain and how they are creating, you know, AVOC in there. That is fantastic. And so, as always, I'll put that in the show notes for my listeners. You'll have links there that you can link to. And so, Denise, I would love to thank you for being here today. Um, So appreciated this conversation. And I know I've really taken a lot from it. And to my listeners, mm, 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 I love you. And I'm sending you a big hug. And I would love to ask you to actually support the podcast by leaving a review and a rating and reach out and let me know what you'd love to hear more of. And I will catch you next time. Oh, 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 oh,